You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. All right, it's another podcast, and uh, this is actually our our first podcast, Lewis, for the upcoming season. Oh, 2022 football season is finally, 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 finally upon us, finally yep. upon us. And I am jacked up, ready to rock and roll, um, you know, off the uh, dolphin subject matter in regard to football tomorrow night to open the season. What a great game. I mean, what yeah. a great matchup. Rams and Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Can you ask for anything better than that? Go Rams. Uh, go Rams. I mean, God, they put a nice little L on the Buffalo Bills tomorrow night. It'll make Sunday even sweeter with, you know, once we, you know, knock the shit out of New England, right? So uh, you know, it'll be a good start to the football season if everything goes as planned. Or as expected. I mean, I. What do you think about that game, Mike? Before we get into, um, oh, I can't know. wait to see it. Yeah, I mean, well, who who do you like in the game? Do you like the Rams? You know, that- who's the better team? That's that's the question. I don't know that anybody can really answer that right now. You know, really tough, right? Who's yeah. more prepared on opening day? I think that has a lot to do. With it. I mean, these teams are very, very, uh, boy, talent wise, they are close, aren't they? Yes. Um, you know, you give the Rams maybe a little bit of an edge on the defensive side. Some people will disagree with that. Uh, Buffalo's, you know, ranting and raving about how good they feel their defense is. But, yeah. you know, the Rams are no slouches. They got some great players on that side of the football. That is going to be a fun, fun game tomorrow. I am so looking forward to it. I'm glad the football season is upon us. Um, there's, some, there's some other great games on Sunday including, you know, our game, Dolphins and Patriots. I mean, you can't ask for, you know, a better way to open the season. I don't know about you, but I'll be watching our game. (laughs) There's a lot of really, really good interdivision games, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, just just some fun, fun matchups on week one. It's going to be a great day of football. I'm glad it's back. And, um, you know, I, I can't wait. I can't wait for tomorrow night, and then I can't wait for Sunday. Okay, so we we talk about Sunday, and right. uh, we've got an injury report from today. Okay. Melvin Ingram and Taron Armstead were given veteran rest days, so they did not practice. Uh, Andrew Van Ginkle has the appendectomy operation he's recovering from. He did not practice. Uh, Jalen Waddell has a quad injury. Salman Ahmed has the heel. Uh, Tanner Connor has a knee injury. Chase Edmonds has a groin injury, Miles Gaskin, neck, Alex Ingold, hamstring, Nick Needham, quad, and Eric Rowe, pectoral. And all those guys practiced on a limited basis. Practiced on a limited. Okay, gotcha. That's that's what we want to hear. Um, yeah. You know, Wednesday, I never worry much about it because a lot changes between Wednesday and Friday. 
Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it has to change. I mean, that's a that's an extensive list there, Mike. Um, you don't want you don't <laughs> want to be down even half of those guys. No, I mean that's eleven guys. That's you know that's <laughs> half your starters. <laughs> <laughs> There's quite a few of them. The good thing of the good thing about our football team is that we have a little bit of depth at the running back position. We have, you know, a little bit of depth at the linebacker position now. You know, Van Ginkle. You know, I don't right. think. I mean, if there's a guy that probably isn't playing this week, Mike, he's the guy. And, yes, um, I would. I would think not. You know, so you know, you you've got a couple veteran guys there. Um, you know, that can step in and and get the job done in regard to, you know, replacing him on Sunday. I mean, Ingram is going to probably be the guy that replaces him. And, um, you know, there's ways around that. I mean, you know, you can have, you know, four down linemen. You know, you can have Wilkins, Phillips, uh, Raekwon Davis, and Siler all on the field at once. And, you know, have, you know, that other linebacker off the field. Listen, this is a team that's going to run the football. And and personally, Mike, I'd rather have those four down linemen on the field against this football team than I would, you know, a bunch of linebackers. That's just my thought. Yeah, and I tend to think they're going to run the football as well. They've got good running backs, but I don't. What are we talking about first, Mike? We're talking about us going against. Yeah, let's let's talk about our offense versus their defense. Sure. Okay. Got it. All right. I mean, you know, it starts off at the quarterback position, doesn't it? Oh, it absolutely does. I mean, Tua, you know, listen, Mike, here's, here's the thing. And, you know, this is interesting, you know, and as, as, as we do the show and we go forward, you know, Tua, Tua's got to go out and I want them to be extremely aggressive in this football game. And I know they want to run the football and that's fantastic, but, you know, I want to put the pedal to the metal. Um, against this football team. You've got some outside weapons. You need to utilize them. Um, you know, personally, I think they're the better unit. I mean, we've got really good running backs. They're very, very good. Um, but our receiving core is really good. And if you're going to have them sitting out there 75% of the time and not touching the football, I think you're doing an injustice to your football team. Um, you don't have to go bombs away. But you need to be aggressive, and you need to be aggressive a little bit more than you know five yards off the line of scrimmage. Um, well, explain th- what you mean by aggressive. I mean, you know, balanced, running the football. Um, you know, if you're in third and threes, I don't want to see third downs. I, I don't. I, I want to <laughs> see them picking up first downs on first and second downs, and moving the chains and not getting into third and threes and third and fours. Those type of situations. I want to see them aggressive on first and second down. Let the passing game open up the running game. Um, that, that's my thought process on this thing. Take the pedal to the metal. Show them that, hey, you know, we're going to come out aggressive. You know, I think that if we run the football and we play a conservative type of football game, you're playing in the New England's hands because they like to run the football. You want to put them behind and you want to put uh, Jones, the quarterback, in a position where you know, he's got to, um, you know, drive the ball down the field and, and yep. go tit for tat with you. You know, I don't want to get into a situation where we're winning a game 17 to 13. You know, I think <laughs> that – I think you attack this football team. I don't particularly, you know, like their corners. I think that, you know, that's a mismatch there. I think that, you know, we, we can uh, utilize our tight ends in a good way as well and the running backs out of the backfield in a good way. 
Uh, their defensive unit, if you're running the football, I think that they are much better at defending the running game as they much better in regard to defending the run as they are defending the pass. So I think that I'm hoping that they are somewhat aggressive in this football game. They come out, they come out fired up, and it's not just on the opening drive because we saw that quite a bit last year. And then, you know, the offense would just come out blazing and then they'd go dormant for two quarters, you know, dial it back. What? Yeah, exactly. You know, they, you know, they, they dial it back, whatever the case. They didn't trust quarterback. I think, I think that's obvious by now, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, Mike, you know, it does start with the quarterback, as you mentioned, um, you know, the offensive line will be improved, period, just because mm-hmm. of the personnel involved. You know, it's you've fair got, to say they didn't trust the line either. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, yeah. that, you know, that's part of the equation and maybe not the running backs to any great extent. But, you know, we had games, Mike, where we were throwing the ball 40 times a game last year with Tua. And um, unfortunately, a lot of the times it was because we were playing from behind. You know, exactly. I don't mind him throwing the football 40 times at any point, as long as it's early and aggressively and, and we're, we're being productive in the process. Um, you know, I think that the running game and the pass protection will be much improved simply because of the personnel that we have. I think, you know, we've got an upgrade at left tackle. I think Eichenberg moving the left guard is an upgrade. I think, you know, the center Williams is an upgrade. Hunt is there. You know, my question mark across that line is, you know, is going to be Austin Jackson until he proves me otherwise. Um, I have a question for you. Sure. Um, You're saying throw, and I'm thinking to myself, you've got Waddle and you've got Hill and and you've got Wilson, and the the Patriots are going to have to play off. They're not going to be able to bunch them up at the line of scrimmage, or they're going to be in trouble. So... I'm thinking maybe running is smart uh, because they want to run the outside zone. And, you know, you line up uh, Waddle and Hill on the same side and they start running, you know, the defense has got to run with them. Well, this is my thought, Mike, on the situation. I think that knowing Belichick, he is going to have, obviously, somebody cheating over the top on Tyreek. Sure. He's going to put trust in in his other guys to defend Waddle and defend Wilson if he's on the field. And they are going to have a lot of guys up at the line of scrimmage until Tua. I mean, think about it. You got, you know, pretty much a year and a half of film on him right now, right? Yep. Until he proves you otherwise, they, they are not going to sit back, Mike, like you're expecting them to. I think that they're going to have a lot of guys up near the line of scrimmage and have have a safety cheating over the top, and that's how they're going to defend us, and that's it. And they're going to say, okay, to it, you know what? You know, show me that you can throw the ball down the field, over the linebackers and in between the safeties. Until you do that, I think you're going to see this defense go out there and play close to the line of scrimmage, Mike, and try to slow our running game down. But we'll see. You know, yeah. listen, <laughs> if, if, you, if you go out there – and, and you execute as far as blocking is concerned and you're running routes and being precise with your passes, I don't give a damn what defense they're playing. You can't stop you. So, you know, it, all of those things have to come into play and they have to be factors. But 
my thought process is is that you get them on their on their you know backpedaling on their, heels. Uh-huh. on their heels and then all of a sudden you start running running the football and you have a real nice balanced attack there but you're aggressive you know you don't play this for run first down run second down okay we're in a third and three third and two situation now we're going to pass the football type of thing i want them passing the ball on first downs you know half of the time on sunday you know yeah. i want them to throw something at them to where they're aggressive you and, want third and manageable if you do get to third down. You don't want third and eights, third and tens. No. I mean, and you know what, Mike? Over the last couple of years, we, we were not really in those situations. And that was that was the most frustrating thing uh-huh. with watching this football team. And, you know, we talked about it week in and week out last year was the fact that, you know, we're not converting. And, I mean, it's, you know, you're like, what, what are we doing here? You know, I mean, we're not in third and 10, third and 15 situations a lot of the times. A lot of those third downs were very manageable. Even if they're third and five, Mike, they can be picked up. Um, McDaniel is not going to coach like those guys coached. Right. I mean, you know. He's not, they, they, he's, they, that's not his makeup. I would hope not. You know, like I said, I'm personally thinking that they're going to be, to some extent, aggressive. Um, on first downs and, um, I hope I'm right. You know, I really do. I hope I'm right. I don't want to get into a game where, you know, we're playing into their hands, so to speak, because I think that definitely benefits them in that situation. Uh Uh-huh. And what about on the other side of the ball? Well, the other side of the ball, right? So last year, New England makes the playoffs and we don't, right? Um, I'm going to ask you a question, Mike. You know, why do you think that was the case? You know, why do you think New England wound well, up I making mean, the playoffs and we did The way we started the season. Okay. that That's that's somewhat fair, but the start of the season is part of the season, Mike. Yeah, we that's lost to teams we shouldn't have lost to. Well, that was over the course of the season. That was midseason, some of those losses. Yeah, I'm, they? I'm talking the first half of the season. Yeah, the first half of the season. Okay, well. And why did we lose those games? Because we didn't play well. The defense didn't play well. Tua made some some crucial yeah, mistakes. The, the defense play, played uncharacteristically, you know, poor. Poor. Um, we had, you know, uh, that more aggressive uh, amoeba defense that we weren't using for whatever reason. Right. And, uh, you know, they were just very conservative on both sides of the ball. Yes. I mean, my thought process is this, is that, you know, the difference between us making the playoffs and New England making the playoffs was simply because their quarterback in games that were tight did not lose them football games. He didn't make big mistakes last year. Um, whereas our quarterback against teams like Jacksonville and Atlanta and some of the lesser teams made some crucial mistakes. Um, you know, we didn't give up a ton of points in those football games. The defense did not play well, but Mac Jones was able to manage the team in a way where he didn't lose football games for New England, and they won a lot of close games because of that, whereas we lost a few close games. And in the end, you know, those one or two games, basically, and I'm not blaming this solely on Tua because it's a team football game, but Mac Jones seems to manage a game, and he does not make an awful lot of mistakes. I mean, that's what I get out of him. And it's not as if Tua makes a ton of mistakes either. I was going to say, I don't think he does either. He doesn't either, Mike, but when he does, they, they, they hurt you. 
than they did in those games that were winnable. And it's not only the mistakes, Mike, it's the fact that in those football games, our offense just, you throw the, throw the interceptions, the couple fumbles away in those football games. Overall, the offense just did not play well. They just didn't do enough against some of those teams, and they weren't, you know, world beater defenses. Um, you know, I but mean, new season, new coach, more optimistic outlook on yes. the inside of the team, and better players, uh, better players around to uh, exactly w- without a question of a doubt. I mean, you know, you you got to look at it and you got to say, hey, you know, there there's a lot. I mean, a lot of positivity coming out of what two is doing in practice. And let's just hope that that translates into the football game. Yeah, he's got to go out and prove that that, that, you know, those resources they brought in was worth it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, with all that being said, you know, we'll go back to, you know, our offense, Mike, going up against their defense, you know, I, I think it favors us in a big way. I, I really do. I think that, you know, if Tua goes out and executes, I mean, we can score some points on this defense. I, I really feel that running the football, I think, we, you know, because of the upgrades on the offensive line, we'll be able to run the ball a little bit better than what we're used to seeing. Uh, over the last couple of years. And, I mean, our receivers are just going to be mit- mismatches for their corners. I just I just can't see them across the board matching up against our guys. Um, you can't cover everybody. And, you know, I'm hoping that Kasicki and Smythe, those guys come into play as well down the middle of the field because Tyreek's going to get he, – he, he's going to see some coverages thrown his way. And there's no excuse for any of these other guys, you know, that are man-to-man not beating their guys. They just have to – there's mismatches across this field. And, um, you know, I think we're going to be able to move the football pretty well on this, on this defense. I really do. I kind of hope so, too. I mean, you know, I see Waddle. I, I think he should win his matchup against Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, Hill, you know, he, he's going to win his matchup against just about anybody. Yep. And uh, Wilson is is certainly capable as well because he'll be going against probably Bryant. Exactly. And, you know, I, I also like our tight ends, you know, against their linebackers. I mean, yeah. I listen, I, I think as long as we execute the offense that they're going to have a very hard time stopping us. You know, I think we're going to put some points on the board this week. I really do. So does Daniel. Does he? Yeah. What's Daniel's thoughts? Where is well, Daniel? Daniel couldn't make it tonight because okay. he had. <laughs> well, we, for, in fairness to Daniel, we were going to do this earlier and we couldn't. And then, um, right, you know, he got in, in a bind later because he has a fantasy football draft tonight. Right, I got it. Okay, so yeah, so he said he said we're going to win twenty three to seventeen. Twenty three to seventeen. That's okay, what he's got. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to be. I think we're going to win twenty-eight fourteen or twenty-eight seventeen. I think we're going to put some points on the board. I think we're going to we're going to put more points up than twenty-three. I really do. I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised by the offense. Um, I think that two is going to come out and play well. I really do. I think he's going to have a very good game against this football team this week. All right. With that, Lewis, I'm going to stop for a moment, and sure. uh, we're going to talk about uh, DraftKings, and we have a new sponsor as well, and and uh, we'll interest, introduce them too. 
Okay, sounds good. Okay, we'll be back in a couple minutes. Football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And, as an added bonus for Week 1, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any time during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code TPPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and uh, it's been great. One reason it's been great to listen to? Because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Uh, With optimized gel tips with a perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge, trust me. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. They're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder uh, Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Think about that. 50,000. That's a lot of five-star reviews, people. They got options with them. You've got three customizable sound profiles. You've got uh, earbud tap functions. You've got noise isolation. And you've also got awareness mode. So if if you need to hear, you'll be able to. Uh, So... You know, these are pretty cool earbuds. Uh, They're comfortable. They've got those options that I told you about, and uh, you can't go wrong with them. So go to buyraycon.com slash TPPN today to get your 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash TPPN to score 15% off. That's buyraycon.com slash TPPN. All right. We're back. We're back. After extensive sponsors. Got to pay the bills. Got to pay the bills. <laughs> DraftKings. I love DraftKings. So much fun. Anyway, go ahead. So do uh, you, you have anything else on their defense against our offense? Uh, we got, a couple, you know, they have Gotchell. They have McMillan. Uh, some guys that we know pretty well. Yep. Yep. They've got guys and they're going to, they're going to give, well, I mean, not that they they have enough film on Tua and enough film on McDaniel to know what he likes to do. But you know what, Mike? It's a lot of different personnel. Um, you know, it's funny because even last year when you looked at the, you know, the, the teams as they were going up against each other, I felt that the games were like really, really – when you looked at the rosters, you're like, wow, this is tough. I mean, you know, they're – they kind of match up against us on both sides of the football pretty well, you know? Maybe this, not this year. No, not this year. This year, there's no if ands, or buts about. Now, keep in mind, now, New England added a ton of veterans last year, yeah. um, a ton of free agents. They went that route. They did a ton of, a ton of different things. And um, you look at our roster and their roster now and the starters, and we got a, we got a better football team. It's that simple. 
you know, on paper, we are a better football team. And, you know, that goes across the board. Tua, you know, at this point, going into this season, should be a better quarterback than Mac Jones, as far as I'm concerned. I think McDaniel's going to make him a better quarterback, if that makes sense. I I think the person, right, I think McDaniel is part of the equation. I think the personnel around them is part of the equation. And, you know, he's now in season three, Mike, so... You know, he should make a jump. He should make a jump. Absolutely, absolutely. If he doesn't, then you know, then we got to start scratching our heads here. But I, I truly believe that he's going to come out and he's going to play a good football game on this given week, without a question of a doubt. Um, but you know, you throw the Belichick factor in, and those guys are always doing shady stuff. Who the hell knows what he'll come <laughs> up with? You know, I have yeah, no there idea. There were people saying he came down to Florida early. Is it? Sure, everybody knows they came in on Tuesday. Yes, uh, you know to acclimate to the heat, but I really think it was to get their drones up over the practice field. <laughs> it's very possible, but they can do that from anywhere. Here's the thing, Mike: it is going to be extremely hot out on Sunday. Oh, I yeah. mean, hot. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm down here, and when I tell you today, it was absolutely brutal. On Sunday, you're looking at. 93 degrees in the middle of the afternoon. I don't give a damn, you know, whether you've been down here for a few days or not. Exactly. If you, haven't, <laughs> if you haven't been practicing in this over the whole summer, then you don't know. I mean, this team, that's why I'm saying get aggressive, have these clowns running around, chasing our, chasing our guys all over the field, and just wearing them down. And then in the fourth quarter, Mike, you want to run the ball nonstop, you go ahead and just beat the daylights out of them. Just grind them down. But, um, you know, I, there's a lot of factors that 110% favor us in this football game. Our receivers are in advantage, obviously. And we're going to say that most weeks because of who our receivers are. Right. Uh, the, the real question is, <laughs> at the quarterback, who's better, Jones or Tua? If you look at the ability of Mac Jones um, as a rookie, I mean, he was very poised. I mean, listen, uh-huh. you know, he, he won them 10 football games last year. Um, yeah. He did what was necessary. Um, you know, he had 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Um, you know, he, he managed games very, very well. You know, he has limitations. You know, he right. does. You know, as right. a quarterback, and they knew that when they drafted him, but you know, the one positive about him is that he doesn't make a ton of mistakes and he's very poised and he's not rattled. We need to rattle him. It's that yeah. simple. We need to rattle him. And, yep. you know, Tua needs to stay unrattled. <laughs> and, you know, if he stays unrattled, then we're, we're going to be very successful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you, you gave your prediction. I'm going to give mine. Um, you do that. I do think it's going to be a close game, but I also think we're going to win. I'm going to say something in the neighborhood of 28-24. Wow. So you think New England's offense is going to put 24 points up on our defense? Well, I think we're going to make a mistake or two here or there. It's the first week. You know, that kind of thing happens the first week. Right. I'll tell you, Mike, we got to get pressure on Jones. You know, we can't have him sitting back there and – you know, their receivers, there's nobody on that team that, that's going to scare you. They, they, 
There's just nobody oh, they got there. Devontae Parker. Come on now. They've got Parker. Yes, they have Parker. Yes, they have Aguilar. Yes, they have Jacoby Myers, um, Kendrick Bourne. They're all really solid receivers, but they're not world beaters. Right. Hunter, Hunter right. Henry and Juno Smith are really good tight ends. Um, they didn't have great seasons last year, but they both are pretty good tight ends. And their running backs are outstanding. I mean, Damian Harris... Yeah, I mean, he's their starter, but my goodness, I like Stevenson even more. Yeah, me so. too. You me know, too. I think he's a he's a tough running back. But man, we've got some good good defensive linemen, Mike, and they got to control the line of scrimmage. And as long as they put Mac, Jones remember in they had some success running on us last year. They did. They absolutely did. What were the scores in last year's games? Do you remember? I I, no, I don't. Not off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't either. I don't remember what the final scores in both games were, but. You know, they, they were competitive and they're going, you know, this game's going to be somewhat competitive, but, you know, I think that our team's just a better football team. I mean, I don't, we're not going at going out there and blowing them out 42 to 10 or whatever, but I think we're going to beat them by 10 points minimum. You know, really? I really do. Yeah, I do. I feel, I, well, I feel you know, 28. You got the crowd, crowd behind you. 28-17. It's possible. Yeah. 28-17, something like that. You know, that's that's what I'm looking at. All right. You know what it's time for? It's time for a beer? No, it's time for the last word. Time for the last word. We didn't we tried that last week and the last word just didn't go over well. We had a few last words. The last words went on for about twenty minutes, didn't they? Well, I don't know that it went on that long, but yeah, the last word wasn't the last word until Daniel made it the last word. Um, before we go to the last word, Mike, so we won 17 to 16 uh-huh. on, on opening day last right. year. In New and they ran in that game. I remember that. And we won the final game of the season, 33 to 24 down yep. here. Two it through for a whopping 109 uh, yards in that football game, and we won. I don't know how. I don't remember. Do you? <laughs> Not <all. laughs> Maybe the defense scored. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I really don't remember the details. Be, be you know behind that football game. But anyway, long story short, um, <clears throat> the last word. We're going back to the last word, are we? Well, you know, in regard to preseason, you know, would they really, honestly, they really need to get it down to to two games. And, um, you know, just be done with it. It's, you know, just, just enough. These three games, I mean, yeah, you know, they, they, the last game was a lot of fun and everything, but you're not seeing veterans anymore. I mean, my God, these guys were on the verge of the season starting, Mike. And, you know, the comment that you made, I didn't know they had a label on guys. You know, they're now calling it a veterans day off. Is that what they do on Wednesday now? I mean, you know, you go back in time and could you imagine, you know, a Schuler run football team giving veterans off on a Wednesday? There's no chance in hell on opening week. I mean, maybe halfway through the season. On no, they, opening they, week? On a Wednesday, they'd be doing two-a-days because he knows they'd have enough time to recover by Sunday. Opening week, <laughs> we have a veterans day off for veterans. Unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. These guys... Boy, they don't realize how good they have it. They honestly don't. They honestly don't. I mean, my God, Shula would have probably, going into the season, he would have probably had him out there for 
you know, five, six hours, you know, just bust and hump, especially against a team like New England. So, you know, the times have changed. Times have changed. It's a different game. You know, that's my last word. You know, if you're going to pussyfoot around, you know, in regard to, uh, you know, not playing your veterans and doing this thing, then you know what? Just get to it. You know, they're not even practicing on, on, a, on a given day going into the football season. So what is the purpose? You know, just run your practices, do your thing. The hoopla behind preseason games, just, you know, it's just meaningless. You know, get it down to two games and let's move on. Let's, let's rock and roll. It's time, Mike. It's time. I'm ready. I'm excited. I can't wait to come back and talk about our win on Sunday. I'm, I'm really jacked up for this football season. This is the best team on paper we've had in a long time. Yeah, it is. It is. And it really uh, now is. they got to play like it. Now they got to play like it. You got a great head coach, in my opinion. You got great personnel. I mean, I got to I got to tell you, I love the guy so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he hasn't played a game, you know, coached a game yet, but you know, just the impression you get, you know, yes, from his yes. demeanor, uh, he yep. really is a cool dude. Yep, his verbatim yep. is very interesting at at all turns. Um, You're not going to like him though, because he he says he's going to use the, uh, you know, uh, Waddle and Hill and Holland on punt and kickoff returns because he feels like. You can get hurt on any play. Yep. Hey, you know, listen, I'm not running the football team, you know? I mean, you know, that's his choice. That's the player's choice. If those guys are willing and able to go out there and do that and they're going to bring an edge to a football team and they get through the season healthy doing so, I'm all for it. Yeah, he brought up Devin Hester and, you know, he just says it can, can, you know, it can really turn the momentum of a game. And he's, he's right about that, you know? Well, Devin oh. Hester, Mike, is a bad example. Devin Hester was a guy that that's basically all he did. He wasn't necessarily. Yes. No, 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 but he was talking about his ability to do it. Yes. I mean, he was not by no means a Tyreek Hill lining up at wide no. receiver or a no, lot no, 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 at no. that. But that wasn't yeah. that wasn't his point. His point was he could be uh, they could be game changers can, in those positions, right? Can situations. change games and and you know really turn momentum of a game and and. It's a play, you know, just like any other play. You know, Very they tackle true. you just like they tackle you on any other play. So he says it's no different than a wide receiver screen, you know, or, or mm-hmm. whatever. So, and, and, you know, you can argue that either way. You, sh- you certainly can. But you know what? You, you've got the athletes. And if you've got the athletes, you got to use them. That's what you got them for. No question about it. I mean, there's a lot of head coaches, Mike, in the league that don't necessarily agree with that philosophy. Yeah, but, well, he, he says in know, moderation. He's, he's not saying he's going to have them out there for every punt and kickoff return. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is he's going to take everything into consideration. Are they winded? You know, or how, yep. how much am I going to use them on the next series and that type of stuff, you know, he goes, there's a lot of variables that you have to consider before you make that decision. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I mean, I think that when we did a podcast a while back, I said, under certain circumstances, when you need a spark or you need, you know, uh, maybe a situation where you need field position yeah, turned maybe, around, you absolutely do it. You know, I maybe just the offense is struggling a particular day and you just can't get yes. that, that thing going. And, you need and, something. You yes. need something of a spark. Listen. You know, I, I've talked about Shula, you know, a couple of times in this podcast and he was, you know, he was right on in regard to doing stuff like that. He would always make a change to get the team sparked somehow, some kind of way. We watched him do it with, with Strock and Woodley. Yep. 
over and over again. You know, we watched it in a playoff game, you know, when Greasy was down for weeks. I mean, in the middle of a playoff game, he took Morrill out and put Greasy in. In Pittsburgh, where the guy hadn't played in how many weeks at that point? I mean, it the was whole, pretty- the whole, Since the fifth week. Since the fifth, the fifth week of the season. I mean, the guy was out for 10 weeks, and yeah. he came back in the middle of a playoff game, and you know they wound up winning that football game. So I totally get that. I totally get it. You know, um, and, and I'm in agreement with it on that. I just don't know if I want those guys returning punts or kickoffs on a consistent basis. I mean, you know, under those circumstances, I'm fine with it. You know, I just yeah. don't, you know, I just don't like the kamikaze, you know, punt and kick return guys on special teams, Mike. They're out there. Yep. That's all they're out there for. That's I mean, it. they're on the right. football team for that reason, you know. So, yep. your third linebacker or whatever. Yep. Yep. Those guys, they got a guy named Slater on New England who's the, the Pro Bowl player every year, you know, in regard to the special teams. He makes the, the, the Pro Bowl every year, you know, for his special teams play. So anyway, with all that being said, I think, you know, Mike, the last word was, again, not the last word. We got into another conversation. but That's yeah, okay. It, it's all good. It's all good. All right. So we'll be back uh, Monday after the game and uh, talk about that Dolphin win. Yes, absolutely. Let's go. Let's go. Thanks for for joining me this evening. And guys, thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. And let's have have a great season. Absolutely. Fins up, everybody. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care.